Welcome to Voices from the Cathedral, a podcast that brings you sermons from the Cathedral of St. John the Divine in New York City. On Sunday, May 31st, the Reverend Canon Patrick Malloy preached on Pentecost Sunday, asking, how can we live in this time of such pain, such boredom, such fear, in such a way that we can have hope? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I'm very mindful today of a day just a couple months ago. Um, I'm mindful of the 29th of March. Uh, On the 29th of March, we did the first of these entirely online liturgies. Um, It was the fifth Sunday of Lent. And on that day too, I was the preacher. And on that day too, we heard the reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel that we heard today, the story of the Valley of the Dry Bones. You may remember it if you were here that Sunday. A number of people commented afterwards that they found it rather um, unsettling, maybe a little depressing, to look at an image of that valley, a valley full of bones for the length of a rather long reading. That was just two weeks into the lockdown, two weeks into the time when we found ourselves distanced physically from one another. And on that day, that fifth Sunday of Lent, two weeks before Easter in the city of New York, 914 people had died of coronavirus. And it seemed like an incredibly large number, um, an incredibly large number. You may remember that just Five days before that, uh, the president of the United States had said that by Easter, he was sure that we would have full churches. Well, here it is now. Easter has come and gone. The day of Easter has come and gone. And today, with the Feast of Pentecost, the season of Easter will have come and gone because tomorrow we will no longer be in the Easter time and we'll be back to that long, long stretch of days that come after Pentecost that sometimes people call ordinary time, those those Sundays when you just count one after the other in an ordered sort of way. So here we are now, and there are 16,500 people who have died of coronavirus in the city of New York, 16,000 and 500, a far cry from the 914 that seems so startling to us those months ago. And here we are still locked in our our apartments. The gospel that we heard today tells us that Jesus' disciples were also locked down. It says they were locked down because they were so afraid Um, and we have a lot in common with them, I think. There's a lot to be afraid of. And there they were locked down and afraid because the Lord whom they thought was going to set everything right for them had been crucified and had died and they were in a state of profound desolation. And then Jesus came and stood among them Uh, He came and stood among them in a transfigured way, having become something that was unimaginable to them just a few days earlier. 
uh, and wish them peace. The startling thing, of course, is that the thing that seemed to them to have dashed their hopes, this terrible, painful episode in their life and the life of Jesus, this crucifixion, was in fact the only way that Jesus could have become the glorified Lord of the universe that he had become. Jesus was real in a new way to his disciples for weeks, 40 days, the story says. And then, much to their distress, he vanished again. And just when they perhaps thought that the crucifixion had not been the end of their world, he was gone um, in an event that we call the ascension. When Jesus was taken from their sight, uh, the story says, taken up into the Father's glory. But that they did not know. All they knew was that Jesus had been taken from their sight. And then they find themselves at the beginning of this reading from the Acts of the Apostles that we heard woven in today with this, this story of the dry bones from Ezekiel. And there they were once again, all together in a room. And while this particular passage doesn't say they were afraid, I, I, I can't help but to think they were. Uh, because once again, their, their sense of security, their sense that Jesus indeed had transcended death and was among them, uh, but he was gone again. And yet, there again in their fear and their desolation, Jesus appears to them in an entirely a new way. Again, a way they could not have imagined, um, but in a way that he had promised them that he would come to them in what he called the Holy Spirit. That Jesus now no longer present to them in, in, the, in the concrete, limited way of a person, in the way we think of a person, now filled the universe and everything in it and filled them so that they, they now were how he was living in the world. And out they were able to go from their isolation, full of this notion that Jesus now was alive through them. And so there seems to be this pattern that in the midst of their suffering, in the midst of their sense of loss, in the midst of this time of lockdown in their lives, over and over and over being locked down, it was at that moment, even in that moment, that Jesus appeared to them in a new way and filled them with new life. But is it just that Jesus was able to be in, among them in a new way despite the misery? Or was it in some way that it was only because of the loss, only because of the loss of their willingness, for example, to let go of the earthly Jesus, that Jesus could then fill the universe? Here we are in our lockdown. Um, it's a time of profound fear for so many of us. And we, of course, trust that even in the midst of this, uh, Jesus can give us life, that new life can emerge. But what I'm discovering, at least, is that it's, it's perhaps even more than that. There is new life emerging that could not even begin to emerge if this terrible thing had not happened to us which is not to say that in any way that it's good, but it is to say that it is calling forth among us individually and calling forth in us in a church the possibility of new life that most of us could never have imagined. 
and that will lead to the church being alive in our city in a way that perhaps was unimaginable just those two months ago when only 900 and some people had died. The mystery of Easter is the mystery that there is life even in the midst of death. And the mystery of Pentecost is that that life that is present even in the midst of death, that life which is nothing other than the life of the Lord Jesus, now has come and taken hold of us and made us Jesus' body in the world. What is there for us to discover in the midst of our lockdown, in the midst of our fear, in the midst of our loss, that will bring us life in the future unimaginable now? How can we live in this time of such, such pain, such boredom, such fear, in such a way that we can have hope? That's, that's the challenge of Easter, and that's the challenge of Pentecost, to trust that in the midst of the dying, there is the living. In the midst of the loss, there is the gain. In the midst of the hopelessness, there actually is promise. And so in the long green days that come ahead, the days when we count Sunday by Sunday in order, the church would do well to hope and to trust that new things are emerging, not maybe even despite the awful things that have happened to us, but perhaps even because of them. And if we can have that hope, and if we can see the time of crisis that we live in now with the eyes of faith, then this time will not be simply something that we have gotten through, hoping to emerge on the other side into the old normal life that we so miss, but emerge into a new normal that is beyond anything that we could even ask or imagine. Amen. Thanks for listening to Voices from the Cathedral. The Cathedral of St. John the Divine is the Cathedral of the Episcopal Diocese of New York. It is chartered as a house of prayer for all people and a unifying center of intellectual light and leadership. People from many faiths and communities gather here to worship together, provide meals for the hungry, educate our youth, and host concerts, exhibitions, performances, and civic gatherings. You can find us online at stjohndivine.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at St. John Divine NYC. That's S-T-J-O-H-N-N-Y-C. Check back soon for another episode.